DJ City Boy, let's go, go, go. Yo, what's happening, man? DJ City Boy, man, in your hood podcast. We are back, man. Finally. It's been since 2016, but we are in 2020 and we are back and ready to roll. Man, this episode right here, man, featuring my brothers. Case one, Mr. Lad Works, man, Slay Boogie, Mr. Monster Tracks, Spiracy, man, Spiracy the Great Man, and they have created Track Shop Music Group. So it's all about that, man. Uh, artist development that they have created. You know what I'm saying? The beats that they do. We talk about, man, we go in deep on this one, man. And we get just deep off into it, man. You know what I'm saying? We in your hood. Listen up. This gonna be a good one. You're gonna love it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Like in this bitch. Yo, 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 man, what's good? DJ City Boy in your hood podcast, man. We are back. It's been a minute. Matter of fact, it's been since 2016, but it's 2020, and what a crazy year we've been in. But yo, it's time to get back to business, man, because we know people want to hear from important people, man. And today I got two of my very close friends, man. I got one slave boogie, and I got Case one, Mr. Lab works in here with me, man. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? What's good with you, man? Ain't nothing, man. Shoot, just happy to have you boys here with me, man, just to have a conversation, man. Um, so we're gonna get right into it, man. We ain't gonna spare no time. We um first of all, y'all let people know what y'all do and how y'all got started in the producing game. We're gonna go from there. Slave Booger, you go first. From the beginning, how you got started? Playing at John Wood's house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now nah, real talk though, I'm gonna tell you the truth how I started. At Daytona, I had my little cousin TJ um gave me a little beat machine. Mm-hmm. I know City Boy, you remember this shit early in the morning. Already know. <laughs> J-I-T-I-T Gotta call a nigga Beat Freak Chug Beat Freak Chug But when I left I told y'all boy I say man I'm finna go on I'm gonna be a producer bro Yeah And That shit went from there To Fucking with John Wilson You know You know Wilson been doing it A long time With all the groups back He had back in the day Plus Mm -hmm. the family You know they musically inclined And shit like that And when you say Wilson uh, uh, Tell the people Who Wilson is Hollywood Wilson, Side Bay, y'all know Wilson, Bill Houses and everything, you know, John Wilson. John Wilson. Wilson. Hollywood Wilson. Uncle Wilson to me, so you know, it's all the same, everything. Yes, sir. Um, we started down in Wilson basement, you know, me, old Don Quan, J. Will, trying to do a little song with that little music thing, might be. All that we just got a little group confusion, and then we started doing the thing. I wasn't really making beats like that because we were fooling with Henry Fruz on that part and stuff, mm-hmm. and Jay Will. And after that, me and O, it just group cop dropped down to me and O. We went solo, dropped the Confusion album. People probably know about the little on the dough song. That was a little hit. Off I'm tired of being on the dough ho. You know, I'm tired of being 
Started beating drums at the church. Mm. You I know, thought you was about to say beating something else, but you know that's that's something else. You know what? We not we not even gonna do that right now. <laughs> See how Jimmy Hendrix looking at you, man? Uh, you know what? You just, <laughs> you just say 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 the antics for me, huh? Wow. <laughs> no, nah, but really, like you know, um, you know, went to a small church in um, Belgrade, House of Prayer. You know, what I mean, um, I'm in there every Sunday. You know. I'm on the drums, didn't know what I was doing. I just had my little one beat that I was doing for every song boom, that come on. Tick, boom, tick, something like that. <laughs> and you know, my mom, you know, she had she had a keyboard, a Casio keyboard up there. Mm-hmm. You know, so before church, I used to go in there and play on it and everything, or like in between intermission from you know, from 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 Bible study to regular church, I go there and I do my little thing. Didn't know what I was doing, didn't mm-hmm. know what a C D E F was. <laughs> None of that. So, you know, over time, you know, even at home, my mom used to bring the keyboard home. I used to play on it then. Still didn't know what I was doing. Exactly. You know, but I, you know, wanted to take it a little bit more serious. So, I, you know, I jumped inside of Mr. Lawson class. Mm-hmm. You know, and I still failed his class, too. <laughs> no, hey, I ain't trying to cut you off. You know, I failed that big class, too. You did? How y'all both musically inclined and failed the music class? Nigga, I was playing Exactly. <laughs> hey, listen. Be on, be, hey, Both look. of the musically inclined to fail the music class, look, man. Look, be inside one of the little rooms with the little <laughs> piano in there, just going off doing our own yeah. thing. <laughs> so you know, one thing that Mr. Lawson would do with us, he'll give us a piece and said, "You gonna play this, and this is what I'm gonna grade you on." Mm-hmm. So that would kind of force me to learn, because you know, I, we, I used to play a lot in school. You know, what I mean, I just used to just be there but I wasn't there exactly you know what I mean so when I had a chance to jump in his class you know we really didn't do much anyway you know okay we- so explain to people outside of the muck who Mr. Lawson is Mr. Lawson probably the one of the best person on them keys in Belglade or whatever you know what I mean he he plays at uh, St. John Church and he, he was the music director at Glade Central High School no, the music director no that was that was Glade Central right yeah, chorus teacher. Yeah, the, yeah, the chorus teacher. The chorus teacher. teacher. My say, bad. You're my about bad. Pipe from. I'm like, hold yeah, on now. Yeah, the chorus teacher. You, know, you better have everybody call this yeah, line. I say, well, hold on, yes, fix sir. that. You gotta get that right. <laughs> nah, you know, but dude, a real good dude, and I still have conversations with him from time to time or whatnot. He gives me advice here and there, you know. But like, he's the he's one of the ones that actually got me to learn the keyboard. So fast forward, you know, um, I went off to the you know to the military. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and I was still doing my little thing here and there, but, you know, it was mostly work. So when I got home, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this serious. So somebody told me about this dude named Slay at Black Beach. I need to hook up with him because he a producer, too. Exactly. So at the time, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to hook up with no other producers. Because back then or whatever, I used to thought my shit didn't stink. You know what I mean? As far as producing or whatever. But, you know, I finally went up there. Linked up with Slay, found mm-hmm. out Slay was a real good dude. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? And then that's when I, I met Troy there too. You know what I mean? And Slay actually the one that taught me how to use Fruit Loops. So <laughs> so you get that credit, uh, Slay. Yeah, we were learning together. Then my <laughs> shit sounded like a poem music, them old poems. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you just happened to mention um, being in the Army, man. How was your experience of being in the Army? It was different. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from Belglade and everything, what we used to, how we get by, you know what I mean? The stuff that we do, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like then when you go into another setting like that, you know what I mean? It's totally different. Exactly. But, you know, they got this saying, if you grew up in Belglade, you can make it anywhere. Anywhere. And that, and, and that is a true statement. Definitely. And I'll take that to the bank. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Yeah, so how, how long did you spend in the Army? Three years. Three years. One, one of them years I spent in uh, Iraq, you know, uh-huh. from 2003 to 2004. So that's like a year gone. But, hey. You know how that go. Yeah, so you had the the chance to see some stuff that people would never see, especially in Iraq. I don't even know where that is on the map. I couldn't even point that out right now. So you know, and just this is the last thing I'm gonna say about Iraq or whatever. But you know, in in the Bible they talk mm-hmm. about you know the Tigris and the Euphrates River. Mm-hmm. I drove right across it, and what I is- was that was actually a civilization where they say civilization began right there. Mm-hmm. Like right on, right between the Tigris and the Euphrates River, or something along those lines. Yeah. Yep. Crossed right by it and actually camped there for a night too. So I like I was literally right there. Damn. You know. I w- shit, yeah, I would love to see something like that, man. I got to get out of trouble a little bit more. So, um, <laughs> hey, both so both of y'all have mentioned Black Beach, man. Tell people what Black Beach is. All right, Black Beach was a record label that we was um, up under, well, I was under at the time with um, Confusion. I was under that as an artist, not as a producer, but me and Olo the Disaster, Lady mm-hmm. Red, a lot of us, Bronze, um, Choo Choo, that's Charles Anderson for everybody. Um, Choo Choo, shout out my dog, Choo Choo. Um, yeah, and I think Toya, I think she was with us at the time too, for that ride, but um, yeah, Black Beach was on top of Western Auto. Everybody in Bell Glade that used to rap back then knew about Black Beach records, man. Yeah. You had your other, you had your other shout out to Demel. You know, he had Duck a record with Papa Duck, them MD mm-hmm. the week on the 23, my nigga. They had their thing going. It wasn't really too many people rapping then, though, bro, to be honest with you. It, it, it actually wasn't now that you sit back and think about it now. I say Cypher. The um, Cypher Inc. Isaac, they yep. had they group. Shout out Cypher. Um, you had you had you, you had Little Rock Dogs. Yeah, you had um, PGB boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. them and um, who else? It was somebody else, bro. BSG, nigga. Hell, you talking about? Yeah, them? like Soldier Gang. Uh, them boys, they were really like out there more than everybody, but they was on the underground scene. They were doing their thing up in Tallahassee, the month matches for the ones that nobody and um. Black Beach, we just tried to get a group of, get all the people that's really trying to do something with this music and put them up under one umbrella and make that shit work. So how can we travel, you know, more than, I think we travel more than most of everybody and stuff. City Boy, you roll with us, the Philly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We did shows and radio stations. We was on stations and stuff. So we did our thing. It just, hey, that was just the birthplace, put it like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. we all had to stretch our legs and jump off the porch some type of way. So I guess you can say that was the initiation, period. 
I think, yeah. man, um, j- just looking back in hindsight, man, like we had a whole bunch of opportunities back then that we didn't take advantage of because we we had damn near everything, man. We had the studios. We had radio stations. And I think that we slacked. I, I don't think we took. How can I put this? I, I see what you're saying. If we didn't take advantage of it. I don't want to necessarily call it knowledge, advantage. Our knowledge wasn't there like we know now. Yeah, I mean, we was young, and we didn't have, like, nobody to, like, really, really guide us through. We we look, Basically, we didn't really know what we had and what we, we could have done to, with it. And look up to too many people that was doing what we do. Exactly, because it's, 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 it's not a lot of people that come from where we come from that do music like this. It's not like it's Miami and you got Trick Daddy or Rick Ross or somebody, or Uncle Luke or whatever. There's nobody. It's on the athletes from my city. And see, when I hooked up with Taylor Boy, see, this is what schooled me to the game. When I hooked up with Taylor Boy, and I started, you know, he started telling me little things, and I found out about that Days of Duke shit. Yeah. It was like, these niggas got a double platinum black, nigga. Okay. I don't know now. There's a lot of older dudes that got plaques. The young cats, they get millions of fruits, but the plaques ain't there. Mm-hmm. Only person probably got one. I'm going to tell you honest with you. Duck probably got one. Mm-hmm. But that um thing with Plows, he did with Plows on that album. Mm-hmm. And I think that album went platinum, so you'll get you one. That's our business then. But um, other than that, bro, I can't call it. So I had to look up to him, listening for him for the guidance on how to maneuver in this game and get your paperwork right. Get yourself together. Don't 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 just be out here doing this shit cause you like this shit and want people to see you. Fuck the fame, get the money. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Slay, because I remember I was at um Black Beach and everything and you asked me the question one time, Case boy, you you got your paperwork right? I'm like, what paperwork? Yeah, Slay <laughs> Slay always Slay always scratched um about that paperwork, man, from from the first time of me knowing him taking that shit serious, he always stressed about paperwork and having that right. That's that's one of the things that made me get my paperwork right as far as my, my other business. Because I went a full year just grinding, 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 getting money, and not even thinking about paperwork. But he kept scratching it, man. And it took one time for code enforcement to ride up on me. Like, yo, you got a permit for that you over there doing? No, sir, I do not. I'm just uh, collecting money for the church. Okay, you go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you do that there. And I'll tell you, that, that that same moment, when I wrapped up, they let me go ahead and do my thing. And I went home and I filed my LLC that day. And ever since then, you know what I'm saying, I've been legit, so I understand the importance of, you know what I'm saying, having that paperwork together. Yeah, and even even at that point, too, when Slave planted that seed in me, as far as getting your paperwork right, you know, I everybody who I have my interactions with, you know what I mean, I also stress the same thing with them, and I mm-hmm. took it a step further. You know what I mean? I went on and, like, you know, did the school thing, got a master, I mean, a uh, uh, a bachelor's in business and mm-hmm. I went and I took it a step further and I got me a master's in HR. So That's I figure So I'm t- so I'm thinking like okay, now I know how to run a business and I know how to hire the right people. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, so now I got a a, a better understanding of how that works on mm-hmm. the on the macro 
level. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I try, and everything that I know, I try to, you know, push it down to everybody else. Hey, get your stuff right. Because, you know, me and you said, boy, we done had our interactions, too, about, you know, getting, you know, with the business and everything. And slowly and surely, we see you manifesting what you are right now with your business and everything. Now, mm-hmm. man, you know, I'm extremely proud of you, man, with the seafood, man. man I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Speaking of seafood, Bojack Seafood and more. Go look us up. You can Google us. We online. We're located in Port St. Lucie, Florida. But anyway, back to our regular scheduled program. Hey, man, tell them about them egg rolls one time, man. Tell them about them seafood egg rolls, man, while we talk. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, I heard both of y'all mention uh, Papa Duck, man. So uh, what type of work have y'all done with Papa Duck? You can lead our case. Okay. So, um, you know, actually, Papa Duck, uh, let me just go ahead and throw this little tidbit in there. The first song I ever recorded was at Papa Duck Studio out there in, um, in the trailer park. It was me, uh, Olo, and um, Jerry West. We did our first song out there. And that's really what motivated me to like try to learn the, stu- the stuff even more from a recording standpoint. Because, you know, Duck did take the time out. You know, I'm just legit. I'm skipping. M- Mama, you didn't hear that. Uh, I'm skipping school <laughs> to go to his house to do recordings early. You know what I mean? Leaving school early to go record with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, he taught me a lot. He showed me. I think back then, everybody was working on cakewalk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he taught me that. And basically, I learned that like the back of my hand. Remember cakewalk? What? <laughs> cakewalk. Yeah, man. But, like, um, we always, you know, we kept that friendship alive even when I went out to the military. You know what I mean? Then when I got back, I had a chance to work with him on the uh, Papa Duck album. Mm-hmm. And that was really, like, my, my jumping out party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other, You know what I mean? I think... What uh, received notable mention too, you know, like you know, and Bree, you know, you right know, he helped, yeah, he helped me jump out the porch with the round the way song. No, I mean when he, you know, came to the house, he heard the track, man, he damn near jumped out the window, say, man, I got to have that one. Yeah, stand you want I hear that little spot off the hinges, huh? Round and round and round we go. I'ma let you know how it is, bro. Round and round and round we go. I'ma let you know how it is. Round and round and round we go. I'ma let you know how it is, bro. Round and round and round we go. I'ma let you know how it is. MB and I talking about the rap game. Look at Blake trying to start up another crap game. Better watch what your mouth say down in South Bay. Them young niggas out there. That round away was a major hit in the month. Yeah, yeah, man. They just showed me so much love, man. They showed me that I was important. They mm-hmm. they showed me that case, boy. You you you. You got something. You special. You exactly. know what I mean? Because, you know, my, my confidence wasn't really all the way there as a producer back then. But, you know, being around, you know, Breed, you already know the, the, the personality and the aura that surround him when he's, yeah. you know what I mean? And with Duck, too, man. And um, and also, shout out to my dog, One Rocker, too. Rocker? Uh, yeah, yeah, Rocker, man. Rocker, Rocker, a good dude, man. Oh, yeah, man. He definitely yeah, is. Good dude, bro. Those three, those three people right there pretty much laid my foundation mm-hmm. for what y'all see now. That's what's up. What about you, Slade? What your experiences is with Papa Duck? Oh, well, you know, we started that, well, we, well, how can I put this? There's a lot of shit went on with that, but at the beginning, you know, it was like, we started all meeting up at Duck House and Pong Glade. Pong Glade. We were trying to do that straight flush thing. Y'all remember that case? 
Oh, yeah. Right there by the me, Olo, you, Teaser T. Shout out, rest in peace to my nigga Teaser T. Teaser, rest in peace, Teaser, man. And um, we all met up over there. We were trying to do something big. Like like I said, trying to click up and make something happen for the area where we at. Yeah, man, because I remember all of us being in there at one point, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So me and him, we start, you know, getting close, doing things and stuff. So all of us over there chilling. Stay the night and all that type of shit. I would do get the work in. Mm-hmm. So we just got up. Shout out to John John too, man. Gene. Yeah, rest in peace, peace John John. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, big big flex, nigga. Cut the check. Howard <laughs> <laughs> and all them boy, Lily and all them boy there. So we say, John say, man, y'all come to Orlando, man. Yeah. I got a studio. We can start doing the thing right here. So we all migrate to um to Orlando with peanuts, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga just left and went. Like the second day we was up there, we opened up for juvenile. Mm. So that was like, okay, we got some. People like what we were doing. And we went in the lab. We started doing music because, you know, Duck was a producer himself. Exactly. Producer turned rapper. So he was in Ozone Magazine himself when he was with Duck. They, you know, they promoted him through Ozone Magazine mm-hmm. as a producer. So people knew him from the producers. So when we got there, you know, he let us meet Granddaddy South and all them boys type shit like that. But, you know, after all that, it came around to do his album. We just dropped it. I'm gonna tell you the funny part, the fuckboy song. This is how this song came about. It wasn't about nobody, bro, because I don't want them to get the beefing. Cause everybody in the hood, you know, I'm talking about it. So I hope y'all hear it. So you mean you say the fuck boy song, right? You was a fuck boy. Hey, hey my dog. I got that to say to you. Wow. So who said it was about MD? Shit, you better listen to the scripts when that shit. So when you say MD, you mean Lil Rock Dog MD? Yeah, dog. Me and Duck were playing Madden, man. (laughs) I was playing some tracks. Yeah. That I was finna throw the fuck away. And it came on, and the nigga dropped the ball on the game. Like, this nigga a fuck boy, man. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, nigga, like, you a fuck boy. We trying to plan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's go, let's go knock it out. And that was that. Damn, so, what, how they assume it was about MD, though? They were beefing shit, or something? You might have to get Duck on here to find out about that, because I ain't dig too deep. Man, we might have to call Papa Duck, duck, man. We might have to hit Papa Duck up, man, see if he answered the phone, yeah, man. Even, that's why I don't know where the beef part came from. I just laughed at the shit, because... People used to ask me. I'm like, nah, I don't know the fucking man. <laughs> man, we might have to call Papa Duck, man. But you but, know how you know how it's crazy, man. When some of the best songs are made, just doing stuff like that. You say something, bro, and I then know, you know I what? Know. What what you just said? Say it again. <laughs> you know, no, say it again. Like you like, and then before you know it, now you got your hook. Now you fit. Now it's, it's, it's on and popping. Man, but that's the vibe you get in the studio when you vibing. You feel what I'm saying? We weren't doing shit but playing a video game, playing Madden, the music playing. I'm hitting delete on shit that I don't want. 
and the beat come and we do the song, get that shit pop. You see what I'm saying? So other than that, <laughs> we got more songs. We did good pussy. Yeah. Like my six or seven songs on that album. Case, Spiracy did. Yeah, shout out to Spiracy too. Spiracy But just think about that that one album right there, Slay. That was that right there. The producers that was on that album right there, man, was was hood was legendary hood type stuff, man. Like we was like the cream of the crop. How many of y'all? It like, was just you, Slay, Duck, did some producing on there. Yeah. I think just Duck. Just y'all three. Yeah, yeah man. Just 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 the just the like you know I ain't gonna say star power, but just the level of. You know what I mean? You know, just the level of work that got put into that from a producer standpoint, mm-hmm. man. That was that was that was legendary, man. But that was the goal of leaving Belglade. Mm-hmm. To keep the cap like straight flush and do it. Then we did Breed. We worked on Breed album. Shout out to Henry Fruits. He did tracks on there too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Case you did tracks and and he got some tracks from people. You know what I'm saying? We did that album. Breed went off and did some successful things to itself, you know what I'm saying, with the label and stuff he went to, and shit, it's a lot of shit, bro, we, we had fun doing the shit, but at the time, we was enjoying the moment, but we had to start wrapping up that business, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this shit started getting bigger than what we think it is, what we thought it was gonna be, and we had to prepare ourselves for business, like, become businessmen in this shit, yeah. cause a song can take off and you have wings, and you can't control that shit. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't got no paperwork and that shit just floating and going everywhere, everywhere, well, how's you gonna recoup your money off the song? Exactly. And Damn. then you ain't have nobody to teach it to you. You had to go in blind and learn it yourself. Got to pick up that book, Business One On One. Yeah, you got to learn it yourself. Yeah, you got to learn that shit yourself, man. I hear you speak about BSG a lot, man. Tell the people who BSG is, Black Soldier Game. One Tony Brown soldier. It's a soldier. lot of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Black dog. Shout out Black dog. Kobe. Shout out Kobe. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, smoke. Smoke. Yeah. We can go all down the trunk. Fonz. Man, all them boys, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a deep. That Let's was a deep, deep squad. But them my niggas though, man. You know, I when we in the studio, dog, it's a whole nother vibe when I'm vibing with them boys. I just don't understand. When you making music and you got a good vibe in the studio, shit mm-hmm. just gonna come out, bro. Good it's stuff. Just gonna, gonna come it's out. gonna happen. 
And yeah. I had a song I did with them niggas like, um, what that song? Say Lil Mama Mama G. Mm-hmm. And, um, fuck something. Say Lil Mama G was finna get thrown in the garbage. I'm t- I told y'all I was on the delete street. And that bitch still, that bitch jamming like a bitch. Mixing the tracks back to back. Back to back. Beat to beat. Beat to beat. With the only DDDJ that knows how to get the job done. DJ, 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 Slay, I got a question, Slay. What's up? That, that song, Demons. How did that song come into fruition? Y'all could never get me to do, boy. I'm a drinker. We sipping right now, boy. But y'all could not get me to get on that leaner. Listen, man, we were high as a motherfucker. Oh, man. But, <laughs> you can tell by the music we made. This was on all kinds yeah, of shit, bro. I got demons in me. Damn. Because I ride with my pistol. I man. ride with something. my pistol with me. But that fuck something. That shit, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, try enough fuck me something. One of y'all gonna lay me. That boy breaking up all them hits, boy. Um, okay. What you gonna do with it, my nigga? My nigga. Oh, 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 Break out like that. No, don't come with that excuse now. But um, that song came on. I walked in there. The first person, you remember you told me about Black, how Black crept up on you? Oh, yeah, man. Black crept up behind me, say, nigga, you done turned me to a rock star. Nigga, I got eight. <laughs> Listen, man, I got to tell you this story, man. So I'm doing my little seafood thing, right? Everybody know I got the seafood business. So I think this was, this was Wild Bay last year. So I'm out there in the field or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I had to go check on my um my generator. My gen- no, no, matter of fact, I had to go get something out of the uh out of the U-Haul. So I go to back to the U-Haul. It's dark out there. You know, so everybody up on Front Street chilling or whatever. But I had to go to the U-Haul to get I think some gas for the generator or something. So I'm in the U-Haul getting the gas can. Bill walked up behind me. Damn, what 
what's up, city boy? Knew that bitch all slow as hell. <laughs> man, I turn around, man, don't be walking up on me like that, man. You my dog, nigga. Matter of fact, nigga. And one lead, nigga. Try it, nigga. Nigga, just let me know, nigga. I say, Black, no, man. He ain't like that, man. I'm cool with everybody, man. You ain't got to wear. I'm just saying, no, city boy. <laughs> hey, that's my dog, man. Shout out, Black, dog, man. Free the goat. Free the gorilla, Black. nigga. Free the, free the, free the goat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I ain't gonna, all that goat talk, nigga. Yeah, like, Black the goat. Nigga, okay. Man, looking at hindsight on that situation right there, man, if anybody was supposed to break from the hood, man, like on a on a national level, it should have I, I feel group wise it should have been BSG, man, because they had everything. They had the yeah. they had the story. Mm-hmm. They, you know what I mean? They would they had the movement and they was about that life. And they was living with the hell they, was, they, was they yeah, Exactly. Everything yeah. they Every did. damn word came out them niggas' mouth. Hey, That's I what they was doing. Shit. I got the videos. I got videos to this shit too. <laughs> uh, we were doing a show. We opened up for Jeezy at Firestone one night mm-hmm. in Orlando. And after we performed, we were burning money on the stage. <laughs> what? We crunk as a bitch. Burning money. So I guess Jesus them seen that shit and say, clear them nigga ass off the stage. <laughs> that bitch like looked at the camera and say, what kind of legit shit that is? This little spook, nigga, they try to run us out the motherfucking stage. Hey, man. Wow. <laughs> but we, bro, we were lying. I got the video. I'm going to show y'all boy the video. I might release that shit, though. Nah, say, say that one for the documentary because the documentary is coming. You know what I mean? Y'all stay tuned for that one. I'm I'm personally looking forward to that one. That one and right man, there. Shout, and shout out to Lady Red and Olo. See, they like my brother and sister in their music shit. You feel what I'm saying? We came in together. She was like 16 years old when she started rapping, bro. Really? On, on the dose, she was 16. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? It's like, that. I can tell you right now, I can show me a female and I'll throw Lady Red on their ass. Hmm. To this day, I'm talking about like what that nigga name box Dante Wilder. To this uh-huh. day, nigga. To this day, <laughs> I'm talking about that shit. To this day, old, you know, old snap do what he got to do. Yeah, that's cl- that's classmate right there. Yeah, you know, and see, Hello. you work with old before I work with old. Yeah. Do you know I still have that song Don't with with it. me, him, and um um Olo? I still have it. That's you know what I mean. I don't know how I still got it. The CD and everything. It, it look on with uh, Gold City with permanent mark on the Muck Boys ride. That was the, the name of the first song I ever did for Olo. Like, nah, like yeah. it was a it was me rapping on it. It was uh, Jay rapping on it. It was Olo rapping on it. And Duck also was rapping on it too. Yeah. That yeah. So if y'all want some vintage Duck, that's him. <laughs> Damn Duck, Olo, BSG. I Later, red, all that man. We we and then when we moved to TUE, we gained some more some more um some high artists too, like Parkway Cows. Hold on, where's TUE? Tell the people what TUE please, is. Please do, please do. Tighten up entertainment. Tighten up entertainment, nigga. <laughs> TUE. Shout out Parkway. Parkway, what's up, boy? Flatline and brain. Yeah. Know, we fooled with Buckethead too, you know. Dope boy Biz, he was coming in through 36 used to come through 
Rest in peace, Boo Carter. No. Yeah, rest in peace, Boo Carter, man. All them boys, man. You know, everybody used to come to the studio, man. That's why it was good times in the month, bro. It was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all this. I, I, I'm not, I don't know what the beef is. I don't get into a nigga's beef. Because if it's that serious and it got to come to that, that's that. I ain't yeah. got nothing. But what I'm trying to do, bro, when we had the studio, we was trying to squash that shit and show a nigga a better way. If you rap, let's get some money for that shit and take care of your family. Because mm-hmm. out of time, niggas, they weren't, they weren't letting us on the, the radio, man. You sure wasn't. I'm keeping it real with you. 1023 at Local Love, bro. We sunk music over there. Mm-hmm. To be played, they say send your music with your bio, nigga. I shit was still in the plastic. <laughs> so that ain't, that's better than it come out a book in the bitch and everything. Nobody hey, never played it. Hey Slay, so remember the day when they had the um the show at one hundred two point three when all the producers came out and we did our thing on the show. Oh, talking about the Babalu Bad Boy. I got that video, yeah. too. Yeah, and then Breed was there. What Breed, what Breed said or whatever, that pretty much basically just sided on fire. And for exactly. y'all who don't know, who listening from somewhere else, 1023 is a local radio station here in Palm Beach County. No, nah, that's a big right one in Palm Beach County. Right now, um, I think it's who, I think Steve Harvey got it mornings right now. I don't know. Yeah, 1023, Steve Harvey on know right now in the morning. Yeah, but tell him tell him what Breeze said though. We will, man. You know Breeze snapped or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but it, but it's, but that's why I was saying we on our side of the town or the um, Palm Beach County West. We weren't respected like that. We had niggas from our side to Palm Beach like Toadown. Shout out to Toadown. You know, Twenty One Reese from PK. But see, you we know? gotta we gotta put this in perspective for people that's not from Florida and don't understand. Palm Beach, Palm Beach County, and the Muck. Palm Beach is over here on the coast. You know what I'm saying? Palm Beach, palm trees. No, it ain't uh, all palm trees. Don't don't get pa- that palm, palm trees. trees. No, I said palm. I notice I said Palm Beach. Palm Beach. When people hear Palm Beach, they think about over there where Donald Trump live at. Palm Beach. Oh, That's Palm Beach. That's where the rich and the goddamn famous stay at. Over there, at Mar-a-Lago, over there. Then you got Palm Beach County, where you got the Raw, Raw Vera. Then you got Wellington. Then you got Lake Worth. They're talking about this, this the slums, man. Certain parts of this is the slums. And that's just called, that's the coast. That's that's eastern Palm Beach County. But then you got western Palm Beach County. When you cross that green bridge, if you ever get down here and you cross that green bridge, you're going to figure it out. 20 miles From the, 20 mile bend Once you pass 20 mile bend Which is the green bridge You don't see nothing But sugar cane fields For at least 15 miles Or so Am I right On your right And your left And once you get To the first light It's called Bear Glade Florida You either make your right Take your ass to Pahokee Florida Or you make that left And go to Bear Glade And Side Bay Florida And that's Muck that City take your ass All the way to Side Bay That's considered Muck City man So if you ever want to know Google us Muck City Boy you'll figure out A lot about us man So Nah, no, no hell no. <laughs> but the thing was, it really wasn't no beef with the artists from Bell Glade and Sabi out there with Palm Beach artists. Cause we collab with artists. We we fought with Suave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Triple J, Trip, that nigga. You know yeah, what I'm Trip, saying? Trip, new album right now, hard as fuck. Shife, we know Shife and all them. And then we used to record at Oscar. Come on, bro. Everybody yeah. go to Oscar mm-hmm. on Beat Studio. Yeah. So, you know, we we fuck with. It was just that situation with that station, like. Keep it real. Keep it a hundred. 
I think we should have kept it um underground, man. I think uh, we I think we have kept it underground and wasn't even worried about that damn station, man. It would have went. Yeah, cause we had one oh six big we in big, big grind. Shout out, we in grind, we grind promotions, goddamn. Yeah, man, we were doing it underground and we were pulling in the whole time listening. You go on the ramp, you know the low ramp. Man, we mm-hmm. were playing all our music. Yeah. At that time, it wasn't no. You might hear trick dad or something but you go up there and party you gonna hear all local shit yeah so we supported each other like that so we got to get back to that shit and stop beefing it's a rap on every fucking corner now yeah that's true every street got a rap why is it beef so what you think about what you think about the difference is from the rap game when we was in it in the early the late 90s early mid 2000s to right now, what you think the difference is? The internet, exactly. Social media, exactly. Just the you internet. know, what? I say this: if we, if we had the resources on the internet right now. now, back then, yeah, no question, we'll be somewhere else right now. I think we'll be in a lot of fucking trouble. Too. I'm gonna tell you why. Probably so. <laughs> when we when we were doing it, we had to go in a van and trucks. And jump out of the nigga hood and post flyers. Yeah, up. we had to put flyers, nigga, yeah. up, nigga, and travel and. We yeah. ride up on nigga shooting dice and jump out, nigga. Think we the feds jumping yeah. out? Yeah, but nigga, you'll see. Music, nigga. Exactly. But now it's so motherfucking so much shit going on with these jits they can't go to each other territory and promote. You can't get caught off in another nigga's zone. Just put it like that. Exactly. Yeah. Slay. Yeah. Tell them about the time when we went down the open locker trying to promote. Oh man, goddamn this story here. <laughs> this this right. story here. Listen. You want me you want me to tell it slay you gonna yeah, tell you go, you gonna tell it okay. I had a lot of incidents, man. <laughs> oh man. So you know me, you know, I'm still kinda green or whatnot. You know, but you know, me and Slay, you know, me and Slay is me and Slay. <laughs> so, you know, we I think we was at T U E and it's something about a um underground radio station down at Opalaka, y'all was wanting to go and promote, you know, old old music, like confusion music or something. Yeah. We went out and promote something. So I, so everybody was trying to figure out, okay, well, how we going to get down now? So, you know, I had the expedition. You know what I mean? So I'm like, listen, we can all hop in the expedition and we can take off. We, had late, we took Lady Red Car. No, nah, we all, um, yeah, yeah that's we right. We went, red car. Yeah, we went in two vehicles. So I think, who was in the car with me? I think Casper. Uh, part with Casper, I think. Um, Brain, Brain, yeah, all us in that car and everybody else in the other car. <laughs> so we we high telling it down. Um, twenty seven, we get to Miami. We uh, in the parking lot. It was a it was a hotel. The hotel ain't even there no more. Yeah, you know what, what I mean. That, hold, hold on, case. <laughs> what the nigga name we really? What the? I know the girl name whatever name Rhonda something like that. But what was her artist name? Rhonda. The dude, it really, we were with them. <laughs> but I can't call the nigga name, whoever you were, but he was a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's coming back to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know who the name was, but I know they had the, um, this is what I do know. They had the, the underground radio station was in a hotel room in that, it, up on the whatever floor of whatever hotel. What part room. of Miami y'all was in? Opalaka, Liberty City? Opalaka. Yeah. <laughs> so all of us couldn't go upstairs to the room. Yeah. So we had to pretty much just hang out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, we down there doing our thing or whatnot. I'm in the car 
on the phone with a girl who I was talking to back then. I don't know who it was, but I know I was on the phone with somebody. <laughs> so everybody else was out by the car, you know, talking. You know how we hang out, how we post up on the car, talk, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I swear to God, as soon as I got out of that car, because I didn't want to seem like I was a loner by myself. I wanted to go out there and just hang with everybody else. Soon as I stepped out there, we see a white F-150. Fodo. Fodo. Circle around one time. So we ain't thinking of it. Nothing of it. It circled around a second time. So that's when I'm like, okay, this ain't right. Something going on. So all of a sudden, somebody with an ATF vest on come out and talk. It was he he said it polite as hell. He said, Hey how y'all doing guys? I need everybody to get on the ground. <laughs> so I'm looking at him like, okay, we must be getting punk. Okay, you joking the ha ha ha. Then the other guy come around the corner with a shotgun. Get on the ground. Get, oh, oh, mm, okay, I'm on the ground. They got the they got the polite treatment. Yeah. We were leaning on the cop. We got a Palm Beach County tagging Dave, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> we got the car back right. Nobody don't hang out in no parking lot in day. <laughs> like that. Man, that bitch pulled up. The nigga who jumped out that motherfucker F one fifty looked like Vin Diesel. Say nigga like Vin Diesel. That nigga said a couple things, and we turned the new edition out that bitch. That bitch say hands up on the ground, something else shit, and don't look at me. (laughs) Hey man. That's so fast. and we trying to explain to him. Look, we just <laughs> so here we are trying to explain. Listen, we just some un, we just some up and coming artists and everything. Just trying to promote our music exactly. and everything. That dude say, I don't give a I don't give a damn what you trying to promote. <laughs> Jail, bitch. That's where we going. Bitch. Oh, went man. to the big house. So all y'all all y'all end up in the big house. So yeah, check right, so right, check yeah. this out, right? I'm I'm like almost the almost pre the quiet preacher boy yeah. in the click or whatever. Mm-hmm. I called my mama. Oh, wow. <laughs> when she heard that phone, oh, when, hey, when she heard the part where you have a collect call from, and she heard my name. And that bitch said, oh, uh, inmate in the Miami-Dade County Jail. My mama was ready to come down there with her bat demanding her son. Because she know I don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. But what you doing out now? But what you done got into? Tony, wake up. Tony, wake up. I'm like, mama. <laughs> Bro, I ain't, you know when you do something, you ain't no cell phone. You don't know people's phone numbers no more. Nah, you damn sure don't. Yeah, especially today. I had to call my grandma Helen. (laughs) (laughs) Hell Hell no. no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling my grandma Helen, grandma, call my mama, man, I'm I'm in jail. Now my grandma had a thousand questions, man. I ain't got no other minute on that. Oh, that shit crazy, man. That shit is crazy, man. But yeah, man, I, I had I had to convince my mama, cause you know while I was in there, I learned a thing or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was thinking, okay, well we gonna be out by tomorrow. I thought we was gonna be in there for a long time. Yeah, but no, we gonna be out an hour. So the whole time we in there, I counted, we was in there for twenty two hours. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to sleep. Brain and what's called them, they on the sleep, they go fell asleep on the floor. I'm like, what y'all sleeping for? Wake up. Them boys already know. In the a room routine. full of people, like I don't know these. <laughs> Them boys already know the routine, man. It wasn't nowhere in the hell I was gonna be locked up in there after all this shit. Man, listen, the bitch arrested us, bro, and went back there and know what they arrested us for. Exactly. <laughs> that bitch eating milk and cookies, looking at a law book. Now, I just came from, I worked for Wacker Hut, then I had understand a little law shit. Yeah. They back there reading the law book I don't read. 
trying to find out how they gonna write this shit up. They hit us with a trespassing with a warning. Where the warning? Yeah, talking about trespassing after warning. I'm trying to figure out. Okay, when, when, you when, you no when did y'all warn me? If you would have warned me, I would have left. That shit. That no, we got crazy. searched by three different divisions. Oh now, man. The task force hit us first. Then another detective. The, the other little people came. Listen. And then they left, and then the regular sheriff come. And, and while while we on the ground in handcuffs, somebody done brought donuts out to everybody. They sitting there eating donuts and drinking coffee while we you, on the so ground. You surprised? You no, shouldn't be surprised at all. Right now, so Especially with the, with the, with today's time, you shouldn't be surprised at all. And how and you know what? And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this part right here too, Slade. This was after they because remember they took us away one by one. Yeah. So I think me and Brain was the last ones to get picked up. They pulled me to the side. It was like. Listen, we see that you're a veteran. What the hell are you doing around these fools Hanging for? with them, yeah. I'm like, listen, the same story they told you, that that's what we here for. Yeah. We was in that hotel. Like, I'm trying to plead with them, like, take me out of these cuffs. They ain't want to hear that. They still took me in. Damn. Fuck it. We hear that. They, they, they didn't care back then. They definitely don't care right now. It's you the know, same I, shit. To be honest with you, I think that was my first, like, real, real run-in. With the police on that on level, that right level yeah, you know what I mean. I went my first. I had guns pointed at me in every studio we had. Yeah, I've I've had a pointed at me on a couple of times too. Oh wow, yeah. They that that same that since um matter of fact, man, uh, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, man. But yeah, that yeah. that same that same scene that happened with Breonna Taylor, it happened to me. We were staying in South Bay. Uh, on 11th Street, that was like the new the new apartments that they had just built back there, and we in the house sleep, me and my girl. I was style, yeah, we was in the house sleep. <laughs> we was in the house sleep, and all of a sudden they just bust through the door. Ain't nobody say nothing. They just bust clean through the door. Ain't nobody say nothing. I so I hopped out the bed in my drawers and got in the hall. Once I got in the hallway, man, they had like four AKs pointing at me. They they claimed they was looking for somebody else. But the person who they had in the car to tell them where to go at sent them to the the wrong apartment oh, because wow. once they the, the the actual person that they was looking for was on the other end of the building. But but I guess excuse me. But I guess once he got there, he seen everybody else hanging out downstairs where this person was supposed to be at. Cause y'all was blind down there playing dominoes and the cars and barbecuing and no, stuff. No, they rolled by first, right? Mm -hmm. he, say, he rolled by say, so y'all having a good time, huh? Oh, mm. We got, we got the alert. Hold on, we got the little child the Amber alert. alert. Amber alert. Well, who they talking about? Let me turn this off. Okay, somebody in the silver Hyundai Elantra. Amber alert. Orange County, Mackenzie Vega, black female, 11 years old, Texas. So, if y'all hearing this right now and this person is still missing, y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout for her. But, yeah, what was you saying, Slate? Yeah, man, I was downstairs. We was just chilling, bro. One police rolled through and said, y'all having fun, huh? <laughs> I said, we'll be back like that. So, everybody looking. You know how nigga shit with the nigga with the hide and shit and everything. You know how <laughs> shit. But them bitch came through the back of the bed. The, uh, <laughs> the gate, nigga. They was already down. Yeah. I'm talking about them bitch came around, bitch was scatting like roaches, man. Yeah, they bust up in our shit. And they I, came right upstairs in your house. Yeah, busted my shit. And I came out of my drawer, and they got looked up. I had like four AK pointing at me. Bro, at the studio, at guns, then when you see it. We were chilling at the studio. 
and we heard the helicopter out the door. So I opened the back door. Them people were standing right there with pistol right there. Bang. <laughs> I'm like, put your hand up. They're on the ground. So all of us on the ground, right? I said, why y'all got us? La, 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 whatever. We talking, whatever. Nigga say, somebody say, somebody came through here, stole some rims. Who the fuck running through here with some rims? <laughs> yeah, running through the studio with some rims. What, nah, best yet. Why y'all got a helicopter up in the air looking for rims? rims. For four hundred dollars worth of rims. It caused more to fly that helicopter. Nigga, rims broke. Yeah, man. That shit, like, man. Speaking of that, man, how y'all feel about this shit that's going on right now with these police officers, man? Just killing unarmed black men and females, man. How y'all? How y'all? What's y'all take on that? This is how I feel. All of this stuff going on or whatnot is pretty much setting precedent. So basically, this stuff has been going on so long where you have certain things happen at one point in time. And then basically, based on precedent, it happens again. Guess what? That cop gets off because this is what happened the last time that happened. Mm -hmm. It was a similar situation. This cop got off, so this cop got to get, get, got to get let go. So now, basically, if they're not being taught that it's wrong, mm -hmm. if, if nobody's telling these cops that what they're doing is wrong, they're going to keep doing it. Keep doing it. You know what I mean? And it's like, because you, just say for instance, me and you, mm -hmm. when mama don't want us doing that, what we do? We get spanked, right? Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody spanking these cops. The, the longer like you spanking yeah, these cops, exactly. so guess what? I get it. Police and the police. That's so yeah, yeah. That's, that's, so guess what? They got, they free reign to do whatever they want to do, and then guess what they do? They hop behind their union. Help me. So yes. guess what the union do? The union get them out. Yeah, it's, it's crazy <laughs> times right now, man. Look, man, I don't, I don't really... It's touching because people don't lost their lives. Whites, black, all of them, but mostly black men I'm seeing mostly mm -hmm. going through this shit. Black women, Breonna Taylor and, and the Floyds and all that type of stuff. It's like nobody's policing the police and it looked like movie shit to me. Mm -hmm. When yeah. you watch a movie, you always had this cricket cop got his own clique of niggas that he run with that he manipulated everybody to do shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like this shit been going on for years, man. This shit been going on since niggas were running from the motherfucker trying to get free. So, it's like, if we get the police and they're going to keep doing that, what's going to happen is going to start whooping ass. That's what's going to happen. I'm just being real with you. People people can take so much. When you tired, bro, from anything you tired of, yeah. you're going to release something, boy. I don't give a damn what it is. If you tired, tired, like everybody say they tied tied that riot went shit. So let yeah. me add, let me ask you this, Slay. Do you think if another situation happened like this again, what you think the possibility gonna be for civil war? I'ma tell you this. This is what the situation pushing to. Your presidents. First we gotta educate people about how to vote if they say the vote count. Don't worry about the president. Worry about your goddamn hometown and your county. Your local elections. You got legislation, justice system, and all that shit. You need to handle that. Whoever you put in the seat in your town, you need to know who he voting for, for the judge, and who he voting for the this these other people on the ballots. That's mm -hmm. what you need to pay attention to because you could be white or black and have bad intentions. Mm -hmm. We always had presidents, old white men. That's all we ever had. Shit. They put Obama in there. They just I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you. A lot of people gonna. Hate what I'm finna say, but well, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's me. You got your own opinion. I feel Obama was like one of those dudes that was in there to say, shut up, niggas, you got your one. 
Hmm. Now get right. You see what I'm saying? We it, 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 sometimes you can look at things like that and say, "Oh yeah, we voted him in." So we voted a man. We gave him all them years. Why we couldn't vote now another one in? We got to play with two people that don't make no goddamn sense. Mm. One touching females and one grabbing pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, where's the morals to this country? It ain't no morals. It's a capitalist country. It ain't got nothing to do with your morals. This shit ain't no morals about this country. Every state provides something for this country, like fruits. Oranges and shit, California and Florida. Idaho potatoes. You do a job for this country. This is a business, for one. So if this shit happened again, if they saw everybody want to go Democrat, why are you a Democrat? Why are you a Republican? You need to know, you need to dig deep into what you say you are mm. and stop affiliating yourself with shit that you really don't understand. Exactly. But you know That's what? It. A lot of people, like just say for instance, you know, a lot of people, parents, may come up and be like, oh, grandparents, oh, I'm Democrat. So automatically we're conditioned to think that, okay, I'm a Democrat. And then yeah. the next generation, okay, well, my parents were Democrat. Okay, so I must be Democrat. Mm-hmm. But but we don't understand it. We just know that that's what mom and dad did. So we Democrat. Yeah, that's true. That's like that's like what I'm saying. Okay, if they vote Democrat and they put Joe Biden in the seat and another black person get killed, what the fuck going to happen after that? Mm. And he don't do what y'all think he going to do. So you're going to be sitting back in line again saying, damn, who we voting for this time? Y'all don't get that shit. Shit, we can only, man, we can only hope and pray that the outcome will be different, man. We've been hoping since they told us we can motherfucking lead the slaves. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. We've been hoping for a lot of shit. We building their future, not our future. That's very true, man. Exactly. But just, you know... Let, you know, let's just, you know, I feel like that's something that we had to, you that's know, speak on. on different people. You, you know, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, but real, real, real stuff, though. You know what I mean? Something for us to really, really, really think about. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, so we um pretty much, me, Slay, and uh, one of our other brothers, you know what I mean? We decided to, you know, click together and everything and, you know, you know, going to going to a business venture together, uh, track shop music. Track group. shop music group. Let's get right into it, man. These uh, three guys have decided to get together, like Case One just said, and three producers getting together, man, to form one big mega tron, I should say. So, since we're talking about that, won't y'all go ahead and explain to the people what y'all got going on as far as track shop music group? I'm gonna let you start this one, Slay. Oh, okay. Um. Basically, we, we, we into consulting. We're basically artist development. You know, beats going to be there regardless. Trying to take the youth, the ones that really want to know something and learn something and bring them and develop their art, their craft, and to put their vision, to paint their picture, put it mm-hmm. like that. We're going to paint your vision to the world, what you want, but we got to polish it up. Because some people, they know to go in the studio and just rap. Mm-hmm. They don't know the art of making a song. And that's the thing, what's going on now is because you got artists, they feel they do a song, they put it out, they're supposed to be a hit. I can't listen to an album and say your album hard in one day. Mm-hmm. I got to listen to I got to listen to like Jay-Z said. A few times. Shit. Yeah, like Jay-Z said that shit. I listen to him, he said, you got to listen to you got to understand the music arrangement. Why I put this song, this, you know, you got to understand what the body of work is about. Mm-hmm. So we trying to do that. 
with a couple artists, major artists if we get them, you know, but mainly local artists if you want to come aboard and do whatever, whatever. So we're doing that. You can go to the website, trackshop.com. It's up and running. And you can find out more. You read the bio, you know, got everything you need to know right there. Okay, so are uh, are y'all only going y'all only gonna be providing y'all beats for the artists, or how does that go? We we provide the beats because we got we're producers. We mm-hmm. got a piano player to play anything, mm-hmm. anything you want, we can play it. Mm-hmm. So we provide. It depends on what we talk about. So it's, it, that's that's kind of tough to say right now because we have to get with the artists and see what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then we'll provide the service of what they want to do. You might want to come through and just get distribution. That's it. We'll rock like that. You might want to come through and just get a single. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's, it depends on what they want to do. But we do it all. Mastering, mixing, um, covers, all that, Spotify's and all that. We, we're doing all of that. Consulting and all that. Everything. So... So it's, it's just come join the ride. And, all, and like you said, as far as with the polish part or whatnot, you know what I mean? Everybody, you know what I mean? Like I say, we all, in out in the muck or whatever, we all make good music, you know what I mean? But like a lot of the times we don't know how to package it up and present it, you know what I mean, to the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of, a lot of us are content with just... Making a song, putting it out in the hood, and that little hood fame, and that's that you're content. That's all you want. They satisfied with that. You know, you know what I mean. But, uh, you, but you know, it's it's you know, if you have something like that, that the hood, like you know, what I mean, they really own like that. Why not go that next level? Okay, well, what all can I do with this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. How far can I take this? You know, a lot of people. I don't know if it's just because of the unknown. You know what I mean, or whatever, and they just keep it at that level. But I think that's what goes on a lot. I think it is the unknown. Okay. That's what I think. It's the unknown. That's what I think. They don't understand. They can watch YouTube and see Lil Wayne, Ross. You can watch their documentary all you want to until you put your team together and do your own damn thing. And speaking of teams, like a lot of people don't really take that in, into consideration. A lot of people might say, well, Lil Wayne did this, Lil Wayne did uh, uh Jesus did that. You got to understand, these people have teams on the back end that do a lot of this stuff for them it's not only this artist so mm-hmm. you don't have to think that you have to do all of that if you have a team with you and all of y'all on the same same you're on the same you know same vision with no outside agendas or whatever guess what your ship is gonna gonna travel okay I'll so take, let's just I'll say take the less talented person and work with them than a mother to think they just know it all okay so let's just say you know because the music industry has went from way more to just artists. Um, podcast is blowing up right now. So let's just say my podcast, what we're doing right now. Yeah. If I don't have a place for this to be right now, what could you provide me as far as your, uh, your vision for my podcast? What could you provide for me? You going to answer that case? Are you? What's up? Well, as far as your podcast, hmm. you know what? Because you're gonna, gonna say- have the, you're gonna have this coming from people. You it, it may not just be an artist, and you probably can do for the artist the same thing that you can do as far as a podcast. I don't know. Me personally, I feel we put you on a platform. We mm-hmm. we got to put you on. Everybody want an outlet. 
mm -hmm. in this game. It don't matter what you do. When you do it, you want an outlet. You want somebody to hear it. Exactly. So we'll provide an outlet. And I didn't want to... And I didn't want to make it seem like I was sitting there blank or whatever. I was just trying to put put it all in the context or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you see, you know, you're a fan of podcasts right now. You see how the how the how the game is moving with podcasts, mm -hmm. even though it's slightly different from like the radio thing or whatever. But like there has been a run on like everything with podcasts. You know, okay. if you have a podcast that have you know X amount of viewers or whatever, you know you're gonna have people step to you wanting to give you want to do the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to want to basically grow up with you. Now, mm -hmm. this would be, you know, something uh, amongst those same lines or whatnot. Mm -hmm. If we got a, a, you know, a muck pod, a true muck podcast, you know what I mean? And you have, you know, the viewers or whatnot, and you can grow your business like that. You know, you can do your own advertising, this, that, the third, fourth, the fifth, mm -hmm. or whatever. Your numbers are going to keep growing because obviously they're interested. That You got stuff that they want to hear. You're bringing people on there that they want to hear about, either mm -hmm. whether it's from, you know, muck legends from the past mm -hmm. or, like, new, new blood up-and-coming talent or whatever. Like, everybody wants to hear it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're providing that outlet for them to come to hear it. Okay. You know what I mean? So the stronger that gets or whatever, that increases your marketability. That increases, you know what I mean? You're going to have the chance to, you know, do a lot of promotion for the things that you have going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a win-win situation for you and everybody else, too. Okay. Basically, okay. the key to that is, is traffic. The more traffic you can gain, your platform will be better. Mm -hmm. That comes with ads, promotion, you're not hustling and, and, and putting your putting your um, brand out there, trying to build that brand up, to build it up to a point that people make you a household name. Exactly. Like the Breakfast Club and all that type of stuff like that. See, yeah. I've always believed in having your own shit. I don't believe in fucking with other people. Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing I always say. If you can't do it, you can't do it by yourself. Why would you go do it with somebody else that you don't understand the game you ain't did yourself? Exactly. Because these dudes, they don't understand. And I ain't trying to put record labels down because some record labels are good at what they do. And, but at the end of the day, the record labels that find bitch walking in the club. So you would suggest that um, artists go independent? Yeah. Or some other label? I, I, I'm saying it like this because I can't say everybody's situation is the same. Mm. Because sometimes they might come with you some money. You'd be like, okay, if you know you the shit. And you know you can make more hits, and they come to you with some money, say sign, and la 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 la. You might take that because you think about your family, but look look out for your well being first. Mm -hmm. Think about your house. Think about your car payment. Think about the fucking bills you got. Lump mm -hmm. sum. Hey, I need this right here. But now you got to think about when you take this advance, them publishing points gonna drop too. Exactly. Yeah, it's okay. This this, this is something I want to ask y'all about too because you know I'm not musically inclined to that point, but publishing masters break break that down for me because I hear Kanye running around talking about that he want to own his master. What what does it mean to own your masters? You own the, the physical recordings. Some people see it's different. They're like I'm just saying like this. Motown. I'm taking your example. You have physical recordings, right? That you go to the studio and record. Mm -hmm. That's a master. Okay. Yeah. But some people can own just after you mix that down, that, that the, how the song sound, mm -hmm. they can own that part of the song. Yep. This shit too. And, and that's crazy. Going. You see what I'm saying? It's crazy. The, the person, they don't really understand that. 
because they'll go to the studio. I always tell it to you, take your hard drive to the studio uh-huh. yep. and get your copy of your session and delete it out the computer. And make sure they delete it out the computer, out the recycling bin too. Mm. You don't want nobody with that because I done seen people take your recordings and start taking kick drums out of them. Mm-hmm. Step your stuff, turn it around, and, and make it their own, and then you be like, "Man, that shit sound like my shit." See, and that also, your I, shit, and also too. Slave made a point Like when we start Taking these advances From these people Or whatever mm-hmm. What are you doing With your money Are you basically Making sure your house Great or Better yet Why don't you Basically build you A studio In your it's own dwelling yeah. So that way You have control Over all of your stuff You ain't got to worry About your stuff Leaking to A, B, and C mm-hmm. You know what I mean All of your stuff Is done there You have your engineer If you don't understand it Have your engineer there To record your sessions And everything And guess mm-hmm. what Now you have a good rap On your situation you ain't got to worry about all that. But well, you know what? It all boils back to what you agree to when you sign your goddamn name. When you sign, when you sign, it's what you sign to. Read the paper that they put in front of you. Don't read it like straight up read it. Because a contract don't read straight up and down. Mm-hmm. You have clause in these contracts. You might go to page two and say go back to page five and then read that right there, go back to six, and then go to one. Those are contracts are really rude. Yeah, but uh, 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 a new artist wouldn't understand none of that. So but would you suggest like a lawyer? And the game. Yeah. Stop, stop jumping in shit because you think it's that. Get mm-hmm. people with like-minded of the game and start soaking up game. Yeah. And read. It ain't nothing wrong. That shit, they be on YouTube talking about publishing and how the pie broke down with your mechanical rights and all that type of shit. But you, the publishing is your lifeline. Mm-hmm. That publishing gonna keep coming if you make hits. Exactly. That's somebody set for your song and all that song. When you go, your children eat off of that. Why would you want to give that up to somebody? I didn't even know that. Like you can sample certain parts of the song. Like I just want to use your intro, or I just want to use your hook, yeah. or I just I ain't know none of that. Yeah, but you got to clear that shit. You got to clear. Is it is it hard to clear uh, uh, one song compared to another song? It depends on who, who song you know what I'm saying. You know damn well you sample an Elvis song, you damn finna cut a chick. <laughs> but I always feel that if they like the song, they'll bargain with you. That's yeah. how I feel. But I, I tell a lot of artists, stay the independent rock till you understand the game. Because mm-hmm. a nigga can ride up on you, you spitting fire. Like, I'm just use Diddy. Yeah. Ride up on you. Know he got money. Snatch your ass up. Throw your ass on your publishing and throw that money behind your ass. Then we let you go after you gain that money back. What can you do for yourself? Exactly. You can see the groups he had, motherfuckers. They ain't there. Oh, yeah. it's a lot of them ain't there. <laughs> it ain't. That's why I say. You can't be mad at Diddy for what everybody said. Oh, Diddy's snake, snake. But that's business. Yeah. You signed that motherfucking paper. <laughs> you ain't have no publishing when you met Diddy. Oh yeah. So you can't be mad at Diddy. It's business. It's That's always true. business. All that other shit, nigga talking. It's they business. just talking. They just yeah. talking. It's just business. So um, tell the people, man, some of the um, uh, some of the artists that you've uh, been working with, man, throughout your time from from coming up to even right now. Oh shit! You know, I, I know like, your list goes on and on and on. Damn. I'm going to just go with the latest thing I just finna get ready to drop. Me and Haitian Fresh got a song called um, I Got My Flag. 
Uh-huh. Where uh, Rich the Kid gonna be on now. Word, Rich the Kid. So, so that's that. You know, I don't work for Serve On from No Limit. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, damn near the whole muck down there. You wanna put it like that, Dope What Bigs, uh, Flat Sauce, them all them boys that we did a video and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And Olo, Later Red, BSG, you know, Papa Doug, Bree, Couple Cats in Orlando, Big Dime, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got to get Olo on the horn, man. What about you, Case? Who's some of the artists you know work with? Well, uh, looking back, I've you know I've done work with um, Mr. Three of the Player. Three of the Player for uh, 95 South. Mm-hmm. Tussero himself. Tussero. The butterfly, uh-uh, that's old. Let me see the Tussero. that right there was a big thing for me man because you know that right there working with him and he was actually down to earth enough to basically school me on a lot of stuff too mm-hmm. on how this stuff worked you know what I mean so I appreciate all of that right there shout out to uh, Three of the Player Three of the Player um, let's see I work with Breed work with Duck uh, I've been also um, getting into the dance hall arena too yes sir I heard you know a couple I mean? of the tracks and I'm digging those boy I love oh, yeah. them Oh yeah, you know I've been getting into the you know the soca Afro beat mm-hmm. realm or whatnot. Um, I've worked with Ira AC. Mm-hmm. Ira AC, if you really look, if you look at um, what the name of that website, um, <laughs> Reverb Nation, he's actually the number one reggae artist in South Florida right now on their ranking boards. Okay, you know what I mean uh, let's see. I've worked with uh, Kisco Amari. I've worked with. Um, <clears throat> Who else I've worked with? I've worked with Aya Journey. Shout out to Aya Journey and Kisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, um, y'all hear my ESPN app going off Yeah, right you now. over here trying to watch Miami. Just, <laughs> so, just know the hurricane um, game on. Just so, um, yeah, so I've actually had a lot of, you know, um, you know, a lot of good things happening on that side right there, too. I also actually did some work with some guys out in Jamaica uh, as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, like, it's... It's an up and coming thing for me, but it's a it's an area of producing that I really enjoy because I love learning new styles of music, new genres, and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just me just trying to expand my horizons. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, as a you know, as Track Shop Music Group, I think that we can really touch on every genre. Yeah, y'all can mix it up. Y'all got three different types of producers. Y'all can provide soca. You can provide reggae tone. You can provide trap. You can, you know, and that's just for us the music part of it. Mm-hmm. And I have done reggae tone before yeah, too. Yeah, that, that's just the music part of it. Not, you know, not even with the artist development and you know all the other stuff that y'all got going on with that. I mean, we've done like as far as the artist development, we've we've done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and yeah, we yeah, we, that's something that we actually specialize in. It pretty much. An artist may have a perception of something. Mm-hmm. We can, we as producers can turn that perception into reality. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's the art of a producer to take, you know what I mean? Not necessarily to turn somebody into something that they're not, but just take the best parts of that person mm-hmm. and basically, you know, let that shine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And don't let that discourage people. We are looking for producers. Yeah, to join the team, man. That'd exactly. Be dope. Writers, producers, and singers. That's a must. We Definitely look looking for that. So if you hear this, please contact us. We looking. Yeah, man. Um, I say I don't know if you want to expound on it more, or if you want to just keep it in the tuck for a while. But 
the radio station stuff. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm you want to hold on to that? Break that on the next time we come back because that's gonna be some big. Because I feel that's gonna be some. That's gonna be big. Yeah, I think we on. I think we on something with this one. But like, yeah. once we get once we get all that fine tuning, out, get our T's crossed and our yeah. I's dotted, we'll you I'm know gonna we gonna doctor, we gonna we gonna come back on and we gonna explain that a little more. But trust me, like like I said, I think we own something here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We like I said, this is something that we've all wanted to do in our own right. Mm-hmm. But we ultimately realize, you know what? Hey, slay. Me and, yeah, me and you, you got your thing that you're doing. I got my thing that we doing. We both great at what we do. Exactly. Let's pool resources. Let's do this together, man. Get it together, yeah. yeah. You know, know what I mean? I'm all, I'm all aboard, man. I'm definitely with we y'all, man. That, that's just, it's just, you got a team, you can focus on what you're supposed to do instead of trying to do a thousand fucking things at one time. Mm-hmm. You can't be the motherfucking administrator. You can't be the beat, man. You can't be out there looking for artists. You can't be that. That's like can't the, do it all. You need a team. Can't do it all. So click up and structure your company to the point that you have people in place to do the shit, and then just do what you're supposed to do. I know y'all listening to us right now, man. But uh, you know me and Case One right here in the studio, and he's over here looking at the uh, the Miami Hurricanes and the Florida State Seminoles. You know, shout out to them. And um, I'm looking over here at old Facetime and. You know, Mr. Slay Boogie got those glasses on looking like that smart, uh, what, what it is? It. <laughs> Slay looking like the, the, the smart goddamn gremlin right now with the goddamn, with the glasses on, nigga. Check him out, man. We both got glasses on you right y'all, y'all, y'all looking pretty sporty with your glasses on, man. Yeah, man. You know, it is what it is, man. You know, we just in here just kicking the shit, man, having a conversation just like us normal folks, man, do, man. We just having a good time and Know what I'm saying? Just kicking the shit, and um, like I say, man, this is just our first first podcast back, and it's featuring our uh, trap uh track shop music group. I got it right, track shop track music shop group. Music yeah. group LLC. I'm, I'm I'm still learning, you know, Real so I, I'm trying to get it together. So this all about them and what they got going on, man, and uh, the artists that they trying to uh, bring in and artist development and tracks and distribution and all that good stuff you can go what's the email again Slate? I mean uh, the website trackshopmusicgroup.com yes sir man so you know that's how it's going down man we trying to get our spirits on the horn right now yeah we trying to get the third the third member of uh, Trap Shop Music Group right now Spiracy what's happening man DJ City Boy man you are live man in your hood podcast man what's going on Oh man, it ain't nothing shit the boy was going on with my boy long time, man. What's that bad news? How big was it doing? Ain't nothing, man. We in here just shooting the shit, man, as usual, man. And we talking about the um the thing y'all three boys got going on together right now, man. You slay boogie monster track, you know what I'm saying? Case one lab work. So you wanna uh introduce what you got going on and your inputs with the company? All right, man. So, you know, I'm Spirit City Great. You know, I got Spirit City Productions, STG Productions. Okay. Uh, basically, we pulling together. We, me, Case, and uh, Monster Tracks, man. Uh, Slate Booker, man. We, we some of the most talented producers, like, ever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, we all, we all got certain strengths, but we complement each other's weaknesses, you know? Mm-hmm. We worked together before in the past. It's just, you know... Uh, they came to me and was like, man, we want to do this together. We want to move together. And I'm all for that. 
Yes, sir. Off of that, you know, especially with them boys, man. You know what I'm saying? So basically, what the goal is is just for us to work together on a track. You know what I'm saying? It's not just Case producing tracks, Spiracy just producing tracks. We putting input on each of our tracks. We're all collaborating on the tracks. We're working as one unit. Know what I mean? So yeah, man. It's like the creativity is like out of this world, bro. When you get to work with other people who are as talented as you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when you work with people like that on your level with you, then the the, the, the result is just magic, bro. Straight up. Exactly, man. I know you're on kind of late coming in or whatever, man, but I want to ask you, you know what I'm saying, I want you to get your input as well. I want to know how you started producing, man, because they gave me their story, Case, they gave me their uh, story. So I want to know how how you got into the music business. I uh, started playing piano real young. Uh, I used to, you know, dabble on them since I was three. Um, my mom, grandma had a house, uh, piano in the house or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started taking lessons when I was about eight, nine, and um, I was in uh, when I was in first grade, I got this book that had rhymes in it. It was called the Eye Book or something like that. Uh-huh. It just had a bunch of rhymes, and then that's how I learned about rhymes. So, uh, you know, what I'm saying I started rapping, you know, elementary school through middle school. Then my mom. Um, uh, she got me a keyboard, and that's when I started making my own beats. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't take it seriously until uh, my mom saw how I was like giving beats out to other people in, in the neighborhood or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she wrote the Tom Joyner. You know Tom Joyner on the show? Yes, sir. Yeah, she wrote to him and told him what I was doing, and he bought me a five keyboard. No. Uh, the name of, <laughs> yeah, Tom Joyner from the radio show. Yeah, no, man. Keyboard, bro. Yeah. When he did that, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." If he believed in me, yeah. I'm, did I'm did you did you did you and know who people. did you know who and how important Tom Joyner was at the time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody know who Tom Joyner was. Then. <laughs> yeah, I know that was a big deal. You know, and I heard the story on the radio. Yeah, and, you know he was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Some of my classmates heard it on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Cause he came on in the morning at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Once I got that keyboard for Todd Jordan, bro, I was like, man, I'm going in now, bro. <laughs> Ever since then. <laughs> you see me? That was like 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere around now. So, you know, around. and then how me and this dude, Spiracy, click up. You know, I'm fresh out the military. You know, I decided to take advantage of my free college that I get, you know, as a sacrifice. I've been in the military. You know what I mean? I get my little $36,000. GI Bill, so I go and try to put it to good use. So you know, uh, my my boy D A, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, we we got to talk about D A. Rest in peace, D A. So he, yeah. So you know, he wanted to. Um, oh boy, hold on, hold on, one second, Spears. Hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, man, that's that, bro. I met Spears when I came to Tallahassee. Yeah, I, I had to um, yeah, I had to uh, mute the call or whatever. But um, so DA, when I first got up there, I never forget. DA pulled up in the um, in the Impala SS when I was at my sister house. Said, "Man, let's go take a ride." My first day up there, so you know he take me over to the other side of Tallahassee because you know Wiggins stayed on the Florida State side, way on that side. So you know y'all, she took me to the hood. So that's why I met old uh, Spiracy, you know, Cled, um, LF. Uh, Blake, um, 
you know, just the whole, just the whole, the whole gang, man. You know, so you know, y'all, you know, welcome in with open, welcome in with open arms and everything. You know, I just wanted to be a part of something. So you know, the collab movement, man. You know that that was a that was a great one in and of itself as well. You know what I mean? So shout out to uh, Big Fletch. Shout out to um, Clint. You know, um, yeah, man. It was it was definitely you know. It was definitely the beat, man. You know, I'm in college. You know what I mean? I'm doing mm-hmm. my schoolwork. I'm, you know, I'm still able to do music because I'm around these dudes and everything. So everything was all good. <laughs> so was y'all, was y'all already, like, so, so explain that Tallahassee thing uh, to me. So how, how did all that really come about? Like, all y'all was, did y'all, because y'all all, y'all knew each other, right? Everybody knew each other from the crib. And y'all, no, no, I didn't. I didn't, I, but, but like they know like a lot of my family out there, so you know like, but I didn't know anybody because I, I we met in Tallahassee uh, going to Sam dealing with Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, most of collab, I was in collab. That was with DA, you know, Big Sledge, Cynical, Clay, the rest of the gang. Um, and we was doing our thing in Tallahassee, and it was DA, right, Case? Yeah. Much yeah. 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 So GA was one of the dudes in collab, and he was like, "Hey man, I got a five dude. He made five beats, five studio, yada yada yada." And I actually met you once before, Case, down in the mall in Beverly. Really? Yeah, I remember coming to your studio one time before, um, but I ain't know you then. You know what I'm saying? We was just mm-hmm. stopping by, and I, I think that's the same time I stopped by Slay Studio the same day. Yeah, cause I know your family, cause I used to be to your family house. Yeah, like, hey, look, look at that. I didn't even know. Hello, man. Hello, yeah, I know. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah man. But me and this spirits work strong to get a man like two, like two and a half straight straight years, man. Like you know, after school, only thing it was to do was was get studio. Studio, yeah, get they the came studio. To the old two. Exactly. Yeah, we done made a couple of trips down there, man. But listen, me and Spirits oh, yeah, can, yeah, me and Spirits can basically attest for this, man. Once me and this dude Spirits get in the studio, we just sit there. He might do, I might do something. Hey, case add that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I might, he might do something. I like uh, Spirits put a high hat there. You know what I mean? So yeah. we all always compliment each other. And the good thing about it, we could work together without you know mm-hmm. people getting their feelings and everything. You know, he got on my case. I got on his case. That's how you know what I mean? Be. That's how it is. You know what yeah. I mean? And then when it comes to the music, you know what I mean? That's that's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like me and Spirits done went up to Atlanta. You know what I mean? We got and in like the car. And just hung out. You know what I'm saying? Hung like, out. Yeah. Printed, out, printed out a whole bunch of CDs. And like we we downtown Atlanta passing out CDs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, we, you know what I mean? We did it. You know what I mean? Like we was, you know. Being proactive, we mm-hmm. still we still had that goal of hey, this is what we this is what we trying to do, this is what we need to be like. We're basically working towards that. Man, that's a beautiful thing, man, to see all like all three of y'all that with shit. Well, this shit started like in the late nineties, early two thousands, mid two thousands, and for yeah, and for, and for it to come back full circle, man, that's a beautiful thing, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, to understand this shit. The youth, the ones that's under us, we really passing the baton to you guys. Somebody got to step up. Mm-hmm. Because I could be dead and gone. Anybody could be dead and gone, your old heads. 
And if you ain't learned nothing, if I taught you something, your ass not do your paperwork. Exactly. After that, you got to be a man and take care of your own shit. You know what I'm saying? So I gave you the foundation paperwork. That's all everything is about is business. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't going to take time to handle business for your craft, sit your ass down. Exactly, man. Um, I want to, um, I don't want to take this thing to a sad note, but, um, everybody, we, we just mentioned collab or whatever. And, um, we know all of us had a real close friend, childhood friend, man, that just passed away uh, a little bit over a year ago. Antoine Allen, yeah. aka DA. AKA Double A. Double A. So y'all, y'all want to speak on, y'all want to speak on DA a little bit. I think, I think you know, I think everybody in Unity can agree that. You know, D.A. was somebody or whatever. He was, even when you meet him for the first time, you automatically, like, just recognize him as, that's my brother right there. Yeah. That's how that's how warm-hearted this guy was, man. Tell him about experience at them times where I came late. I was late. I, was, I wasn't able to pay the light bill at the studio in Tallahassee. Guess who came coming? <laughs> oh, that's how he is, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. D.A., drop it like it ain't nothing. Yeah, D.A., man. You know what I mean? You know we. We know D.A. from childhood, childhood. Yeah, from marbles, at, nigga. at least like seven, eight years old. We know exactly. each other, you know. I, I think about, <laughs> I bet you laugh for you this shit. When we used to play that snatch and grab shit. You <laughs> 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 nigga say catch anything in your left hand. I'll never forget D.A. We went to Taco Bell. <laughs> And he forgot he joined the game. He pulled up by the, <laughs> he pulled up by the car. I said, oh, what you got? Because I got a whole grande meal and hung that bitch out the window. Nigga snapped the whole shit, man. Snapped that bitch in and throw it over the car and kick your ass off. Man. Well, he had some fun. Yeah, yeah man. man. One, one of our last moments, though, man. Um, Damn, man. I don't even know if I... It is what it is, man. Yo, we 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 got a we got a Marco Polo group. Um, me, Slay, Da was in there. T Red, Napoleon, B Not Done, Not. Y'all know the crew. Y'all out here, but y'all y'all know who we talking to. Y'all know the crew, man. So you know what I mean. So Boris and and, and Da went to beefing in the group or whatever. So we're like, man, what's wrong with y'all, nigga? Man, with y'all, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, nigga, tripping. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So that shit like went through, man. That shit happened for what? Like two days, Slay? For about two days, them niggas were like going there like, man, what the fuck wrong with y'all? Y'all nigga tripping. You know what I'm saying? So squash the shit. And then um, it was some shit with D.A. Some shit with D.A. and his girl or whatever. So nigga kicked D.A. out the group. Nigga kicked this money. Like, D.A., man, you got to go, man. You got your girl in here, man. Yeah, you got to go, man. Get out the goddamn group. <laughs> nigga, then nigga, his, his main man kicked him out. Nigga, Napoleon, nigga. We ain't hiding this shit, nigga. Steve Messamar already, Pastor Steve Messamar already told it at the funeral. So it ain't no secret or whatever, man. But uh, yeah, man. So D.A. and Boris was beefing and like... Both of them niggas was wrong, man. But I think <laughs> D.A. was a little bit more wrong than Boris. But listen, but listen we know D.A. He passionate. He he, he, he really about what he be about. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I say it was crazy. That's why I told him, man, y'all men. So I'm like, man, that shit dead. I'm yeah, like, can't that crazy shit y'all talking about? And just right. so happened 
they went to what Cafe Iguana or something and they squashed it the day before the accident. They squashed it the day before the accident or whatever. And um, you know what I'm saying, everything everything been good since, man. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it was it was just a moment. Yo, man, we got Fletch on the phone, man. Florida man podcast, man. Big Fletch, man. Yo, hey, listen, hey, listen. We just happen, we just happen to be talking about DA right now, man. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got Case One here with me right now. We got Spirits on the phone. We got Slay over there. You know what I'm saying? So, if, if you want to, if you want to, you want to speak? Let me see. Yeah, I hear, I hear you now. You want, hey, you want to share a couple words, man, about DA, man. Already, man. I already know, man. I already know, man. We were just we were just talking about the collab days, man. So that's how it came up. Days were amazing, man. Like that's one of the best times of my life. A lot of good times, a lot of bad times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the learning experience was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, everything we've been through. I can tell you stories how me and DA almost jumped on Jim Jones at a Bootsy concert. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like that I got you on the phone because you just repeating what everybody else saying as far as when it comes to slaying that paperwork. Oh, that's it. That's it. Like we, I don't want to go to you. Well, first of all, we finna start the Florida Man podcast in probably like the next 30 minutes. So y'all know I don't mind. I don't hold back names. Old boy when it took, um, nigga did the whole BSG verse over. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, man. We appreciate you, man, calling back for you. But, hey, listen, I'm going to be tuned in, man, because I damn so be on you, man. We appreciate you calling in, baby.
Hey man, you know I got the spot, boss. <laughs> what's going on? Law, what's up with you, baby? What's up with you, baby? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, what's up, baby? Hold on. K, K Ron down here and he oh, ain't you know, calling me. Oh, man. You know what? Well, hung up. Oh, yeah. Hey, no, K, no, let's talk about this right now. We we veterans. We we basically. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. oh man, man, call yeah, him. Man. Hey, listen, man, that was a cool moment right there, man. We had. Hey, listen, man. Hey, nah, that was a cool moment right there, man. We had Big Fletch right there, man. Speak on DA, man. Hey, Slay. So we already know niggas don't be playing about their paperwork when when they screen your name. Yeah, man. Shit crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Shit. Like I said, man, we just having a good time here kicking the shit, man. Case one, conspiracy. Shout out Big Fletch, calling in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like with Trap Shop Music Group, man, we really, you know, we coming at this thing working together, but our, our main focus is to educate. You know what I mean? We want to basically make money together, but the biggest thing, man, we just trying to educate you guys and basically not just take any answer mm -hmm. and roll with it. We want y'all to basically be able to question things on y'all own that y'all don't understand instead of seeing a pile of money going for the money. No, understand what you getting into first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Think long term before you do the short term because the short term or whatever is going, you know, leave your ass stuck. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Do you want do you want to be a one hit a quitter or are you trying to basically transcend, you know what I mean, and you know, transcend, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and basically survive throughout the times. Mm -hmm. And another thing, bro, I want to give a shout out welcome home Sassy T, man. Yeah, most definitely, man. most yeah. definitely. Shout out to Freddie D. Y'all forgot where Freddie D dropping some too, man. I've been working with Freddie too, man. I love Freddie D, man. That's Shout out nigga, to Freddie D, man. What's going that's on, man? That's home, baby. That's that's hey. I love that's Freddie D. Nigga. Hey, you know I still got the video when they performed at the little club down there. In, uh, yeah, um, me and Slim did, and Yeah, man, I still man. I still got that footage. I think I tagged the minute. I put it on Facebook a couple months ago. I tagged the minute. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I got I can't leave my like that day, man. The dope boy all them flat sauce. DKE, all y'all young niggas, man. Yeah, Listen, man. Y'all got the baton, man. Hey, we got to do something with it, it, man. You know what I mean? Niggas coming behind you watching you. And you got to pass it to them when you get old. Exactly. They right when they get it. And yes, sir. We known for football, baby. But we can take over that rap shit because we the next bitch to be hers. Entertainment, we can take it over, man. Exactly. Send these niggas lingo and create your own lingo. And make these niggas say your shit. That's from Slave Boogie. Yes, sir, man. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Any closing arguments, man? Anything anybody else want to slay? Don't get the dusty bit. Hey, dusty. Hey, let me just say, let me just say, rest in peace to my Uncle Pop. Say that, oh, say, that, say that one more time, dog. I said, I don't want to say, man, rest in peace to my Uncle Pop. Out there for South Bay, Harold yeah, 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 man. Rest in peace, Pop, man. Just seen that a few days ago, yeah, man. man. Respect, bro. Love. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually getting ready to slide out to South Bay right now, man. My family all locked up. They waiting on me now. So much city, I call it. Yes, sir. Case one. Closing arguments. Like I say, man. You know, I just like I said, all them names that um, 
you know, Slay just shouted out, man. I just want to let y'all know, man. I, you know, even though y'all don't probably know me personally, but I've had my eye on y'all for quite some time, man. I'm really a big fan of y'all music. And I really want to see y'all do something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not just something that's just going to basically ring for the for the short term, but something that's going to basically, like I said, last. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan of y'all music, man. And I want to see y'all get to that next level, man. And whatever, you know what I mean, we can do to, you know, help that. You know what I mean? You don't, you know, y'all done already been in talks with Slay and everything or whatnot, man. Look, man, let's make it a movement, man. Let's do it, man. Let's basically, let's do the damn thing. All right, man. Um, before we get out of here, man, y'all wanna shout out to City Boy for the motherfucking podcast. Yes, sir, man. You already know we in your hood, man. Got to get a host to shout out. We in your goddamn hood, man. Listen, y'all wanna give me y'all social medias, man. Before we get out of here. Well, basically, you can hit the website up for me. That's where I'm working at. That's where we working this brand, baby. It ain't no individual shit with me right now. I'm trying to get this off the ground and make this thing pop. Cause I got some big shit. Likewise, we got some big shit coming. For y'all, y'all don't understand how big this shit gonna be. What this shit happen? <laughs> y'all don't understand. Yeah, man. So, so what? Uh, track shop, track shop music group dot com. Yep, yep. Track shop music group dot com. Track shop music group dot com. Hey, you know, like the little track shop music. Track shop. Nigga, she For sure. And shout, shout out to uh, Henry Fuse. Actually, I, I found out that was I actually found out that was my cousin a couple years ago. So I probably could. So I probably could. So I probably could have been on. She probably could have been. I, I probably could have been on. But that's neither here nor there. We're not gonna talk about that. You know what I mean? So. Yo, yo, man, DJ City Boy in your hood podcast. Nigga, we are back for the 2020, the tail end of it. Nigga, we finna get out of 2020. We hope this season finale end up better than the way it started. You know what I'm saying? But in your hood podcast, man, DJ City Boy, man, we out, man. Peace. Until next time, man. Yo.